This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one winning winning drive. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of Ravens Post Game Uncensored on 105.7 The Fan. And I'm Cordell Woodland, host of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan, as well as the uh, station's beat reporter for the Baltimore Ravens. So we've moved away from week three in New England and, and that win there. Obviously, the Ravens getting their first win on a regular season game in New England. All right, move forward to week four, which is the game that many of us have probably been dreading when they saw it on the calendar. But here we are, week four against the Buffalo Bills. And uh, the Bills offense obviously is riding as high as the Ravens offense. But let's talk Ravens offense versus Bills defense first, Cordell. Um while their defense is good, they are dealing with injury issues on their backside for the Buffalo Bills. Um, I know that they had a situation in their linebacking core as well. However, we cannot ignore the fact that Vaughn Miller is still available. Vaughn Miller is probably going, you know, going to have a nice game on Sunday. So if you're the Ravens, Knowing this, knowing that there's a pass rush that's going to come and that's going to be consistent, and then there's issues at the left tackle position in terms of how long that they're, you know, Faalele's uh, uh, inexperience there and or if Ronnie Stanley finds a way to return, you know, but he'll still be in his first game in over a year. How do you feel about them going into this game with that issue at left tackle? Not good. Uh, definitely don't feel good. This <laughs> okay. Is, uh, uh, right. You, you know, I mean, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. This is, you know, potent- this is the best defense in football right now uh, in the Buffalo Bills. And I, I don't think that this is uh, the perfect time necessarily for the Ravens uh, offensive front to be going up against uh, this defense, but it is what it is. Um you know, you got Von Miller coming in, who is probably a future Hall of Famer and playing like Von Miller of maybe like four years ago. So, um, you know, that's a concern. Obviously, Lele being over at left tackle is a concern. Even though he get did, he was able to get a game under his belt, you still don't feel 100% about that. I mean, you know, you know that the Ravens are going to do their best to give him as much help as possible throughout the game. Um, but that's going to be an issue. Um, this is a Bills defense that gets after the quarterback consistently all year to this point. 
Um, and I, I think it's going to be probably uh, the toughest day for this Ravens offense that they've had so far this season. Not to say that the offense does won't look good, but I think as far as, you know, because a team putting consistent pressure on the quarterback, I think this will be the week where, you know, that happens pretty regularly. Um, and, you know, thankfully the Ravens have a quarterback in Lamar Jackson that excels in dealing with pass, you know, uh, dealing with situations where he's under a lot of pressure. So, you know, you you feel good about that, but also it's not like you want to see a bunch of guys hanging around Lamar's feet or, you know, corralling him in a pocket or, you know, closing him in tight spaces. Um, the running game is going to be as important as ever, I think, this week because, number one, the weather, I think, is going to play a huge Im- uh, impact on this game with it have potential of a, a big time rain coming from a, a hurricane uh, Ian from, uh, from Miami um, for Florida in general, just from the South uh, moving his way up. I think we're going to get a lot of uh, rain from that storm. Yep. So that could dictate what type of game plan both sides have coming into this game. Uh, the Ravens run game kind of woke up a little bit last week. They're going to need it to be really good again this week. Um, because you can't allow this defensive front to just pin their ears back and just run after your quarterback. Um, I am, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely concerned to see how, how this front line does against this defense. This defense is extremely good. And, yeah, Micah Hyde isn't there, and Jordan Poyer is on the injury report uh, dealing with a foot issue. But I would expect he's going to be out there on Sunday. Um, this is still a very, very good de- defense, Greg Rousseau. I think he has like three and a half sacks on the season so far leading that team. They've got good corners. They are very good everywhere. Their linebackers are really good. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds and uh, Matt Milano uh, on that second level. They're, they're very athletic linebackers that can run. Um, so the Ravens are going to have their, you know, their hands full this week. This has been one of the more potent offenses in the league to this point. Lamar Jackson winning AFC Offensive Player of the Month. You know, they they have a lot of momentum right now. I think this will be a great test for them, specifically the passing game that has excelled all year to this point. Um, I think this will be their biggest tough, uh, their biggest test yet. And I want to see how they perform. Yeah, I mean, listen, they, they they have some injuries there. We know that Micah Hyde um is is going to be out, so there's there's some um potential possibility of trying uh, to find a way to exploit the injuries that they have in the secondary. But the first thing is first, which is you have to find a way to protect Lamar Jackson, and that's the the key. You can't do anything else if you can't protect him. The second thing is to find a way to establish the the run, and you know, like you said, this is a very good Bills defense. So they're already an anemic running offense as as is and then you're coming into this game and set and and hoping that you can find some type of rhythm um in the running game and and honestly Lamar shouldn't have to be week in and week out the guy to find that it should be for the running backs now I was optimistic about what I saw last week in terms of uh, running the football it does see that Linderbaum is, is is starting to get his feet um, together in, in terms of, you know, pushing guys forward. And you want to continue to see that consistency from him as a rookie. Um, I, I just think that the left tackle situation is just so fluid, right? Like as of right now, as we're doing this podcast, we don't have a clue as to where they're going in that regard. And if it is for Alele, 
we know that there's inexperience. If there's if there's Ronnie Stanley, then we're gonna know that there's Rust. I don't know which one is better, to be honest, because at yeah. least Lele worked played last week, and then in the second half, you know, he started getting better as time went on. Um, but I just know that this is a, a hard task for anybody that's coming back. Got to find a way to, to get two guys on Vaughn Miller, even if it's just in a chip situation, right? Like, I'm not necessarily saying that he has to be double teamed every time, which although last year in the Broncos game, when they played um, and Vaughn Miller was still for the Broncos, when they found a way to start double teaming him, that's when they saw more success. So it's very possible that that's going to have to be the case. Somebody's going to have to step up and do that um, and help in that regard, because he's still very dominant and still can require two guys being on him. If you can successfully do that, and you can get Lamar some time, I think that he can have some success here because of the injuries on the secondary level. So, you know, I think the key here is doing your job up front. If everybody up front can do their job, I think that this can be a smooth game for the Ravens offense. It's not going to be easy. But again, the Ravens know Vaughn Miller. They literally just played this guy last year. And when they started double teaming Vaughn Miller is when you saw the success that they started to have in that game. So if you can find a way to do that, I think it's, hey, I love Kyir Elam, good player, good cornerback, um, very much worth the first round draft pick. Also still a rookie, though. So Is that because have... he went to Florida? Yes, but <laughs> no, yes, yes and no. <laughs> Yes and no, but, you know, got to watch him in Florida. And and, and apparently he's done very well in his first three weeks right. as a Buffalo Bill. However, he's still a rookie. You got to exploit that. You got to challenge that. And I think that, you know, having the losses that they have on the back end could potentially put them in some compromising situations. We're starting to see, you know, Devin DuVernay be an a, a, a integral part of this offense. At some point, Demarcus Robinson is going to get involved as well. And then you have the tight end situation. So, you know, I I think that I know that the Bills off, uh, defense is very done well. Uh, and I know that they are very good. But I think that this Raven offense is very good, too, despite all of the things that we're talking about and issues that they have at the left tackle position, at the running back position. They're still very well run. And so if you if you can exploit that just a little bit, you absolutely have a chance to win this football game. That's how I see it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be a high scoring game. Now, the like I said before, the web. I do think impacts a lot of yes, things. Yes, for sure. Because if the if the weather is going to be bad, I don't I don't know how high scoring it'll be. I will say though, if it is a bad weather game, I know the Bills are like climate proof because they play in Buffalo and they've seen every type of weather that you could see uh, <laughs> by having to, to play in Buffalo and having to go to New England. Uh, once a year and having to go down to Miami once a year you're dealing with whether it's cold whether it's heat whether it's rain snow doesn't matter they've seen it um, I do think based off the two offensive styles though that the Ravens may benefit more from the uh, the bad weather because they are while the running game has not been the Ravens running game that we're used to seeing they are more of a running team than Buffalo is um, if it gets yeah. to the point to where you can't really put the ball in the air anymore because the wind is swirling so bad or the rain is coming down so hard, um, I do feel confident that the Ravens can kind of be the ones to use that to their advantage before Buffalo does. 
Um, but yeah, to, I, to your point though, Cordell, we saw this in 2019, I believe. The mm -hmm. Ravens played the 49ers. Um, yep who eventually went to the Super Bowl and, you know, they were the best team in, in not even just the NFC, but maybe the, you know, one of the teams that people consider the best teams in the national football league rained hard that day and wasn't ugly. I mean, wasn't pretty, excuse me, very ugly, very ugly mm -hmm. game. And, and at first it was kind of, you know, just a battle because of the weather and somehow the Ravens found a way to win that game. So it's very possible that maybe there's no, sh no um, shootout, because of the weather, but I think that you know, absolutely, it it those those elements could potentially be beneficial for the Ravens. No doubt about it. And I think if the weather is very bad, I think you're going to get to the point to where both of these quarterbacks are kind of the main pieces in the run game. I mean, that's already the case. Both of these quarterbacks lead their team in rushing as is. Um, but I think if we're talking about just this game, I think you're going to uh, definitely for the Bills. The Bills are going to go. I've seen them in a lot of these bad weather games, and all it is is heavy Josh Allen. It'll be heavy on the quarterback power runs. It'll yep. be a lot of design quarterback uh, quarterback runs in that game yep. for Buffalo because they're just going to they're just going to skip the handoffs, skip the throwing, and just keep it in their best player's hands. I don't know if the Ravens will go that heavy on quarterback runs uh, as the Bills will, uh, but. I, you know, I, I do think it'll be more than maybe the couple here and there that we've seen for the Ravens this year. Um, but, you know, I, I don't I, – while I, the Ravens offense has looked really good, and like I've already said, I do expect it to be a shootout. I would not be surprised if, you know, they it takes them a little bit to figure this defense out. Uh, you know, they, they're just a well-run unit out in Buffalo. And the one thing about them, and we'll get to the offense in a second, their offense is a really big part of their defense. Their offense, that loss against Miami, they own the time of possession, probably yep. like three to one. So that's one of that their offense is a big part of their defense because it keeps their defense fresh. And when their defense is on the field, they do a good job of getting the opposing offenses off the field. Um, yep. So it'll be key for the Ravens to come out there and um, have good have good uh, uh, fortune on third downs uh, uh, situations. They they can't get themselves off schedule. They have to make sure they're continuously pushing the sticks forward because if they get in some third and long situations, I think they're going to be in trouble, especially with our Lele at left tackle. Even if it's uh, Ronnie Stanley, I don't really foresee Ronnie Stanley playing on Sunday. Uh, I know he logged the full practice on Wednesday. Um, I'm just thinking, number one, it's still on Ronnie Stanley as to when he decides to get out there. You think back to J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins had to log two full weeks of full participations in practice before he got on the field. Um, I, I, just, I just don't think that this will be the week for Ronnie Stanley. And who knows if next week? will be the week for Ronnie Stanley because I think who knows go back, Harriet Cordell? Yeah, who knows? yeah, honestly, at this point, you know, who who knows in general because Pick a number uh, out but, of head. But Harbs <laughs> did say, you know, on Wednesday that at some point Ronnie's gonna have to jump out there. Uh, I think that's him kind of putting the onus on him. And you know, I think really ever since Friday, Harbs is kind of taking the approach of look, I'm just gonna come right out and say it. Like we're waiting on Ronnie. You know, I think As he should, in quite frankly. Yeah. I mean, it, at this point, you know, it's like I get I look, I understand the health risk and I understand 
wanting to make sure you take care of yourself because nobody's going to look out for you more than you. But at the end of the day, this team has paid you the money. The, you have guys that have been, that are already playing hurt on this team. You have guys that now you're in a situation where you're, you see a, a rookie guy, a rookie tackle over there playing the left tackle position. He's playing out of position. Your team is literally sinking right now. Exactly. At the left position. It's like at some point, bro, are you a good teammate or not? Thank Do you, you love football or not? Are you, you know, can you, are you a tough guy or not? Like it's, it's it really boils down to that. And I think, you know, while I, like I said, while I understand, I think some of the questions and some of the concerns people have towards Ronnie Stanley right now are warranted. I, I'm, I'm tired of waiting. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I listen. I, I'm very understanding that people have to, you know, work themselves back up. But I, I, I'm just. What is it that we're missing here? What is it that we don't know about Ronnie Stanley injury that's allowing him to continue to be out? And I, I, I just think that it's because um, he got his money. He doesn't have to go out there if he doesn't want to. But look, sooner or later, you got to go out there. If you don't want to play football, then don't play. Rescind your contract and do something oh, else. He ain't doing that. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. So, like you said, be a good teammate and go out there and help your teammates in a situation where they com- they really need you. Okay, right. week six, week eight. Look, come on now, seriously. J.K. Dobbins had one of once we found out one of the more brutal injuries that we've heard. Had that, and they had to fight to keep him off the field. Had to fight know? to and look, there, that's a different situation, right? He's still right, his rookie right, contract, so right. you know, for him, that's different. But my point is, is that at the end of the day, you know, knowing what we know about his injury and him still being able to get back onto the field when he when he did says a lot. You know, a lot about how he his progress and working, but how hard he worked to get back on the field. Ronnie Stanley, to me, just seems like he's still on vacation. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm I, you know, you, you want to be patient. We talked about this before, like maybe week three or week four. Well, well, now we're at week four and we still are talking about he may not play. I'm sorry. That's unacceptable. Unless the injury was worse than what we know. It's unacceptable. Get out there and play and play hard for your teammates. Period. I, I completely agree. Point blank, period. So let, I'm gonna move on, but that, I, <laughs> you and I both agree that this is this this little circus charade needs to end soon. It's a soap opera. It's a soap opera. It's a soap opera, point. and it needs to end soon because his teammates need him now more than they ever have. Period. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here is in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, guys. If you love the Winning Drive podcast, 
Have you hit the subscribe button yet? If not, what are you doing? You got to do it. You got to hit the subscribe button. That way you can get every new episode as soon as it drops. All right, Cordell. So we talked about the Ravens offense against the Bills defense. Let's switch it around. You, you kind of talked about Josh Allen and what they have him potentially going to do um, in the rain elements um, against the Ravens defense. Look, we already know the Ravens are struggling pretty much everywhere and run defense and pass defense and total yards. It's a mess right now. You, you like to hope that at some point they find a way to get it together um, and, and, and do it. Do you think that the rain helps just a little bit, just a tad? It could. It could. I'm not going to sit here and act like it doesn't. But at the end of the day, I don't feel good. I don't feel good about this matchup. The Bills are the number two offense in the NFL. They have the number one passing attack in the NFL. Josh Allen leads the league in passing yards. Uh, it, the Ravens are last in total defense in the NFL. They're last in pass defense in the NFL. It does not bode well. It doesn't bode well for them. Now, what you hope is that the fact that the Ravens are at the top, so the a, a third in the league, and uh, sorry, second in the league in forced turnovers. Yes, you they hope are. That kind of offsets everything. You know, um, we talked about this the other day of whether or not this defense is what it is. I tend to believe it is. This is just who they are. That's okay. That as long as they excel in something. Right now, they're excelling in turnovers. That's great. They also need to continue to be really good in third-down passing situations. They were not good in third-down passing situations, specifically in the second half against Miami. They had their struggles here and there against the uh, Patriots, but for the most part, they were good on third downs. And even when the Patriots went forward on fourth downs, they were really good, which is key because the Buffalo Bills are not scared to go for it on fourth down. Um, so they're, they, they're definitely going to have to lock in, especially in four down territory. Um, that said, I don't feel, I don't feel confident because they can't get any pressure. Um, they have (laughs) troubles at time tackling in space. Um, they've had troubles guarding these speed receivers. And that's all of what you're going to get from this Bills offense. You're going to get a dynamic quarterback that is not afraid to run you over. He's not afraid to take off and run. He's got a rocket for an arm. He's got one of the best receivers in football in Stephon Diggs. Um, he's got Isaiah McKenzie, who I think I think the matchup in the slot between Isaiah McKenzie and Pepe Williams, and, and I think Pepe Williams is probably the best suited to guard this guy because he's extremely fast. He's quick twitchy. Um, a smaller guy, I think that's what Pepe Williams excels at is guarding guys that have this type of skill set. Um, that said, Dev, uh, Devin Singletary is a big piece of their passing game. He doesn't do much in the running department, but he gets the ball a lot in the pass game. These linebackers are going to have to be on their P's and Q's. Pat, Patrick Queen, and that's no pun intended saying P's and Q's, but Patrick Queen, you're going going to have to really show up in this game and make sure you're tackling in space. I want to still, still continue to see Patrick Queen and uh, in in bl- being able to blitz, especially in passing situations, because I think he's an incredible blitzer. Um, Josh Bonds has to – I know Josh Bonds led the team in tackles last week. I know he had the interception. That's all good and great. But he didn't, he didn't look that great to me, really watching the game uh, and live 
drive because I saw a lot of missed tackles. I saw a lot of him getting caught up in the flood in the run game, things you don't necessarily want to see. But he got a bunch of opportunities. And even on some of the tackles that he had, he's chasing guys down from behind because he was already taken out of the play. Um, I need the, the They're going to have to be on it this week. Kyle Hamilton, I think this will be a big game for him. If it were me, I would really have Kyle Hamilton be a big part of my game plan because this yeah. is where I felt like he was drafted. Uh, why he was drafted to help yep. in situations like this. You can use, they used him a lot in the box in that Patriots game. I would continue to do that. And I would almost use Kyle Hamilton as kind of like the designated spy guy for Josh Allen. That's kind of what would be his role in this game. He's had troubles in uh, being able to be physical this year, talking about Kyle Hamilton and, I think that getting that forced fumble last week hopefully, hopefully gave him a big boost to his confidence. But his, him and physicality was not an issue coming out of college. You go and watch his game tape from Notre Dame. He was a big-time physical safety at that time. And I, I think that's kind of been one of his struggles so far since joining the Ravens. Having him be a spy against Josh Allen is going to force him to be physical. Because Josh Allen's not going to look to run away from him. He's going to look to run right at him. And I think that you talk about a guy that has Kyle Hamilton's type of uh, range, his big body. That's the kind of player I feel like you want to have mirroring Josh Allen. So I would really incorporate him big time into the game plan this week. We'll see if they do that. Um, but I, I think he could be a big piece in helping them kind of contain Josh Allen as best as possible. That's the, that, that's probably one of their better ways of doing that. I agree with you. You know, have them play more so like linebacker situations to help. And like you said, he has physicality. We've seen it in college, but for whatever reason, he just hasn't done it yet. And that might be a confidence issue too. You know what I mean? And hopefully, like you said, you hope that what happened last week gives him some, some confidence boosters to allow him to play the game that, you know, the Ravens picked him first round for because mm -hmm. they're going to need him to do that. They're going to need him to, you know, Josh Allen is out there playing like a running back because we know that their run game is not that good, similar to the Ravens. Um, then you, you need a guy like him that's going to be able to take the, to give the hit because Josh Allen is no small task by any means. So they're, they're definitely going to need that. Um, I agree with you in terms of look, the Ravens and all of their miscues on defense they do uh, do very well in turnovers, something that they couldn't do last year, right? And so yeah. I guess you got to start right. somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And it's very possible that there's a, a whole bunch of things. The scheme still may be something that is a work in progress for the guys to, to know um, the miscommunications, those things. Um, but this is really the week where you cannot afford to do any of those things. You have to come out immediately and be ready to play. And, and if I'm Mike McDonald, quite frankly, Cordell, um, there's, I'm, I'm keeping a dude, two dudes on Stefan Diggs. Look, Gabe Davis. So Gabe Davis and McKenzie are very interesting because I, I think that McKenzie is more of a threat, but you know, people will say Gabe Davis is, but, McKenzie to me is the one that that scares me a little bit, but somebody look Stephon Diggs should not be a factor in any way. Like it, it not you know what I'm saying? Like I'm finding a way to make sure that he has two dudes on him at all times. Okay, yeah. somebody else gonna have to beat me because it ain't gonna be that dude. 
And that would be the way that right. I game plan. Everybody else got to figure it out. Knox ain't, you know, like I had made a joke about, about this a couple weeks ago after the Dolphins game. I, I would have had two dudes on both Waddle and Hill, and J- Gasecki was going to have to be the dude to beat me, and you would have had to dink and dunk, because it ain't like you throwing 30-yard passes to the tight end like that. He ain't Mark Andrews, and Knox ain't Mark Andrews, okay? So my thing is, is that, hey, man, I'm going to let these, these um, dudes like Knox um, I'm gonna have these other dudes that ain't as fast as Stefan Diggs had to find a way to beat me because that dude number 14 is not beating me. I'm not gonna allow it. Period. Yeah. You're not gonna have the best player have a good game on me. And that would be my thought process. And I would hope that Mike McDonald has the same process. And then this is another thing, too. You already know that they don't run well. Play nickel and dime all day. There is no need for you to be in base coverage at any time because their passing game is what makes them elite. That is what yeah. makes them go. And like you said, then you use Kyle Hamilton for situations when you see Josh Allen doing um, quarterback runs and such. But other than that, there's no way you're going to have me anything less than nickel literally for 60 minutes. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just what it's going to be. You're going to have to go out there and you're going to have to earn your money. Yeah, I think that's going to be a big part of the game plan. You know, I, I think you're going to see a lot of Marcus Williams over the top on yeah. whatever side Stephon Diggs is on. Um, I think you're going to be able to see Chuck Clark playing a lot of that robber uh, position and taking away that middle of the field where Isaiah McKenzie likes to make his living at. Um, and, you know, Kyle Hamilton being in the box, it definitely is going to come down. Somebody's going to have to guard on that second level. You know, one of these linebackers are definitely going to have to – take away either Devin Singletary or Dev, uh, Dawson Knox. You can't take away everybody, I understand. And as easy as it is for us to sit here and say, you know, we're going to double-team Stephon Diggs and try to take him away, it's just not as easy, obviously, as it sounds, of course, because he he's, like, target-wise, I think it's, like, two to one on that team, Stephon Diggs. I think Stephon Diggs has, like, 35 targets, maybe more, already on the season. I think Isaiah McKenzie is after him with like 15 on the season. So they're going to throw the ball to Stephon Diggs, whether he's open or not, they're going to throw the ball. Um, and it's a matter of, are these guys going to make plays? Look, he, 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 you can't really contain great players. Great players are going to do what they do, uh, but you can't allow them to take over the game. That's kind of where it is for me. Um, you have to just try to contain these guys as best as possible. And, I've already said I think it's going to be a shootout. That said, that would not, that would mean that they're probably not going to be stopping these guys. I don't think it'll be a matter of stopping them. Again, I think it'll be the emphasis put on situational uh, uh, aspects of the game, third downs, fourth downs, late game. Somebody's going to have to get a turnover here at some point because the Bills know how to hold possession of the ball. They keep your opposing offense off the field, and that's going to be the biggest key for this Ravens defense is just simply finding a way to get off the field. If you can force a three and out here and there, that would be great. Even if it's not a three and out, you've got to find a way to not allow these guys to to eat up the entire clock. In two of the four quarters against the Dolphins, they had 11-minute drives. That can't happen. That can't happen. You're going to look up, and Lamar Jackson will be on the sideline looking like he hasn't even played a down, yep. you know? And and I don't think that it bodes well for the Ravens if Lamar Jackson isn't on the football field. So that'll be key to see how they can find a way to get these guys off the field because they don't make many mistakes. That's the one thing 
The Bills don't make many mistakes on their own. The Ravens are going to have to find ways to kind of confuse him. And it's good that Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters are kind of uh, back to themselves. They both played majority of the game last week. I know Marcus Peters didn't practice on Wednesday. I think that's kind of just, you know, precautionary. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely have been a vet day for sure. Um, I just think that it's a good thing that these guys look like they're getting back to their usual selves because you're going to need all hands on deck going up against a juggernaut of a team like the Bills. Every single hand. Every single hand is going to be needed. Jason Pierre Paul, if you're going to be out there, hey, man, please help us, okay? Because away is over there not doing nothing. <laughs> so we yeah. need somebody. Somebody help us, okay, in that regard. And I just really hope that that can be the case. Look, do the best that you can do and try to take away your bet, their best players. And hopefully you can just hope that that's kind of how that goes. So we'll, we'll, we'll see where that is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, uh, before we get to our last segment, just make sure that you are subscribed to the Winning Drive podcast. This is all Ravens everything to make sure that you get the latest updates on your favorite team. All right, Cordell. So here we go. Prediction time. 1 p.m. Bills. Ravens. By the way, I love the fact that it's 1 p.m. Everybody's complaining that it's not a prime time. I hate it. And you hate that it's not a primetime game? I do. I think it's the best game on the slate. Hey, I, man. I don't see how it's not. Hey, man. I'm selfishly uh, – don't. I selfishly don't care. You're, you're not wrong. You're absolutely right. And I selfishly do not care because well, I don't like the way purposes? all day for my teams to play. I don't. That's, I'm sorry. That's what, that's what this is all about. That, that's <laughs> what, this is all about your sleep. <laughs> well, you know, I can't look this good without my beauty sleep. So. <laughs> I'm just making the point that I enjoy one o'clock games because my anxiety starts at like 11. So you're telling me if I got to wait till 815, like we're going to have to do next week against the bank, yeah. then I got to be anxious from 11 to eight. I don't want to do that. I want to do, I want to get this over and done with at four o'clock and go about the rest of my day. So yes, this is probably the best game of the week. I'm sure the league is kicking themselves. In they the ass. They dropped um, the ball on this one. Josh Allen versus Lamar. That, that, you, they, the they 2018 the class. Big time. They you know? Hey, I, I, but I'm glad you did because that means I don't have to be anxious all day. So here we go. Tropical storm in, I guess, by the time it gets to us, or just rainstorm in is going to be the case, but it will be in the vicinity on um, Saturday through Monday, which means it can impact the game on Sunday. Um, we obviously know how the Ravens rank on both sides. We know how the Bills rank on both sides. Do you have the Ravens finding a way to squeak out a win come 4 p.m. Sunday? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I thought that they would go out and beat the Dolphins on the home opener. They didn't. Um, and not because of the, them losing to the Dolphins. That's not why I have them losing to the Bills. But the Bills coming off their own heartbreaking loss yes. to the Dolphins. This is going to be a locked-in team. 
um, a very pissed off team. And then they are coming in to a situation where they know they're probably going to have to play their best football because, because they're playing a really good Ravens team, Leia Balamar Jackson, who's playing as good as anybody in the NFL right now. Offensive player um, of the month, by the way. I don't think yeah, we acknowledge that, but yeah, one offensive player of the month. Yeah, I definitely gave the boy his, you know, his his props when we were talking offense. But yeah, definitely we can acknowledge it again. Offensive player of the month, the guy betting on himself. Um, and you know, a lot of people swear that his style of play isn't sustainable. Well, it looks pretty good in the present time. How about um, it? But that that said, um, the the Bills have their own quarterback in Josh Allen that does a lot of the same things that Lamar does and you know in some facets he could even look better uh depending on what's going on throughout the course of the game so that said with their defense I think their defense is truly elite they have a premier receiver as well I I just feel like this is going to be a uh, a game where the Bills are able to just kind of outlast the Ravens they're just they're not going to necessarily do anything crazy uh, to do it, but I just feel like they they know they'll find a way to outlast them somehow. Um, that said, I'm thinking that this game, while I've said that it'll be a shootout, I think the weather's going to impact that. Um, so I think it'll be a shootout for a severe rain game. That said, I'm looking at a I'm looking at a 33 to 27 bills went okay so i i agree that the i agree with pretty much everything you said uh, they are very upset about the dolphins game um you know that they obviously they're high-powered offense josh allen does a lot of things that lamar jackson does do although he ain't better let's be clear but he does do a lot of the same things and you know he's very successful at doing those things um, which is very problematic for this team who has lost Michael Pierce for the year. Uh, we don't know the status of, of Justin Houston as of yet, whose linebackers have struggled to cover and the defense on the, the back end has had their miscommunications. I am going with the Ravens, though, and I'm going to tell you why, because you mentioned this earlier in terms of the run game. I don't trust the Bills in their run game. I don't. I think it's worse than the Ravens' run game. I think that you adding J.K. Dobbins back is, is huge um, in terms of, look, even if J.K. isn't running the ball well, and Justice Hill has done a, a superb job as well, but still, even if that's the case and they're coming after him, Lamar can throw the ball to, to one of those guys and escape a sack and can potentially get some positive yardage. It also helps with time of possession and keeping them off the field. And I think that the secondary understands what is in front of them. And I think that they want to start turning and, and changing the narrative on how they've played. And we all know that, you know, um, that Peters was limited in terms of the Dolphins game. We know that uh, Marlon Humphrey didn't play pretty much any of those drives that led to touchdowns in the Dolphins game. Well, these guys should be playing. So then there's no excuse. If your number one and number two corner is in this game on Sunday, then they should be playing at a top level. And um, I, I still think this is going to be a close game. Obviously, I don't think it's going to be any type of uh, – blowout because Lamar Jackson is still one of the best players in the National Football League, if not right now, the best player. So I do agree with you, but I think potentially the rain favors the Ravens in that regard. So with that said, I am going to go 27-24 
Ravens. That's going to be my pick because I, I, I'm thinking that the defense will find a way to um, get involved with, with all of this rain and um, hopefully take they can they can make some plays in that regard because you know hey if, if the ball slips out of a guy's hand hey it's it's, it's right for the picking you know for for a pick in that regard so I am going to I know I'm probably going to be in the minority I'm going to assume majority of the country is going to pick the Bills understandably so but I'm not going to disrespect the number one offense in the National Football League right now. The Bills have not scored as many points as the Ravens. Josh Allen don't have as many touchdowns as Lamar Jackson. And so I'm always going to give the Ravens an opportunity to have a chance simply because offense in this league right now, offense wins games. So I'm going 27-24 Ravens. Yeah, I mean – this might be the first week that we've uh, disagreed on the outcome, so we might yeah, have to start keeping so. highly on uh, on our records here. Um, but I, I will say the the Ravens have been great offensively, passing specifically. They they've been good offensively, and even that, even the stuff that the Ravens have been really good at this year, the Bills have been better. That's kind of where I'm like was kind of dictating my thought process here looking at the 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 top ranked offenses i mean because when when we last talked the 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 eagles hadn't played yet um oh no not when we last talked but when we talked after that last ravens game the eagles hadn't played yet so the eagles are have kind of they're sitting at the top now in the league uh offensively the bills are after them the ravens are right after the, 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 the i can't even believe i'm about to say this they're right after the detroit lions who have the third oh, best offense it. in the league uh, right now. I can um, believe it. And the Lions have been great this year. Can't, yeah. uh, not great, but they've been better. They've been great based off Lions' terms. Right. Um, but it's just like when the Ravens have certain advantages in other games, I feel like this is the one team that their advantage, that the Ravens' advantages are kind of overshadowed in because the Bills can do just the same thing that the Ravens do. Yeah. And arguably they could do it better. Um because just of them the the outcomes that end up happening. The Bills just they just know how to win games. Like like I said, I just feel like they'll outlast them. And the Ravens have been lighting up the scoreboard. You're absolutely right about that. The Ravens averaged thirty three points a game this year. The Correct. Bills averaged thirty uh thirty point three themselves. So they're just behind them. That's a Justin, that's a Justin Tucker kick. Yeah, it is. I that's, mean, that's let's a, be a look. Hey, Justin, man, I'll take Tucker it. Different. <laughs> Definitely will. I mean, you'll take Justin Tucker over Tyler Bass, who, you know, who missed a couple of field goals himself uh, already this season. So, yeah. Um, I definitely understand wanting to take the Ravens, and I, it's not like I, I, I definitely don't believe that this is a game where, like, oh, the Ravens have no shot to beat the Bills. Right. They definitely – can beat these guys. They've done it before in the past. Um, so it's not like it's it's improbable. Um, but I, I just feel like the the way that the Ravens were trying to come out locked in last week and make sure that the same things that cost them the game against Miami didn't cost them the game against the Patriots, I feel like that's the same mindset that the Bills are going to have coming in uh, into MNT on Sunday with kind of making sure they dot every I and cross every T. And I could just imagine how locked in and they were this week. But I'm sure the Ravens are as well. You know, it's, these are two good teams. These are two similar style teams at that. Um, yeah. So it, it's definitely going to make for a good game. I think it'll be a good game. 
Um, I know that the Bills are favorited, I think, three by three, three. the last time that yeah. I looked at the line. Yeah. So, you know, Vegas thinks it'll be a close game. I'm I'm just kind of thinking that at when it's all said and done, the Ravens have a little more deficiencies right now at week four than the Bills do. I'm picking the plus, baby. I'm picking I'm picking the upset. I'm going to go with the home team. And not because I'm being biased, but because I told you everything I already said. I can, I agree with everything you said. I just think that potentially, the, the even though you're right that Buffalo has played in all these conditions, they still don't have a, a, a run game. I think the Ravens are trending up while the Bills are not. And that's that's where I'm, I'm going with that. And then they still have Lamar Jackson, who absolutely can still run the football. So, And he does it better than Josh Allen. Let's be clear on that. Like no, he, yeah, definitely. He's a better runner. I mean, Lamar's yeah. probably the most dangerous runner with the ball in his hands in the league, no doubt about it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I, I think I think that both of these guys are incredible in their own right. I don't. I hate to do the who's better at what type of thing uh, because I think that both of these guys are so close to each other, and as far as their talent level. Um, I still think Josh Allen's probably a better passer still, I but I, I, argue that. I, I'll give Lamar, you know, definitely the more athletic um, and just the more when you talk about who can kind of break open a game. I mean, they both can do it really well. It's it's just a matter of, you know, it's, it's really a pick them uh, between those two guys. But I think the only thing that separates them is that Lamar is definitely the better runner. Josh Allen, I think, is a slightly better passer. Outside yeah. of that, I think I think it's really straight down the middle. Yeah, no, no doubt. I don't I, I don't disagree with anything you said, but this is the winning drive podcast. So what I'm going to right. do is talk about how Lamar is better at certain things because that's what we're gonna do here. <laughs> hey, I'm a Lamar, I'm a, I'm a Lamar guy. I'm not I I ain't I'm I'll never throw shade at Lamar unless it's warranted. Exactly. Exactly. So listen, I, I expect it to be a good game. I expect it to be, you know, probably the game of the week. So like you said, the NFL dropped the ball on this, but I am very thankful. And um, hopefully it should be a, 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 a barn burner. I know I said it the other day, but I like saying it. So I'm gonna say it again. Barn mm-hmm. <laughs> I just enjoy saying the word. Right. So uh, hopefully it's a good time. And I know you'll be there. You'll you'll get to see everything up close and personal. Yeah. So we'll be able to talk about it after the game um, to let everybody know, you know, how our thoughts on it, some things that maybe you saw that everybody couldn't see. Because it's very different to be at the game than sometimes than to watch it mm-hmm. on the TV, even though they do add the, the, the all 22 cameras now, but they don't do it every down. So sometimes right. things are hard to, to see. So you'll get you'll be able to give us a, a better idea. Um, of the breakdowns or what happened on Sunday. So thank you guys for listening to the Winning Drive podcast from Cordell to me. We'll talk to you next time.